Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to a very exciting episode of Romance at a Glance. As you guys know, we're in a spicy season, and we are talking about orcs today. And I'm very excited about our special guest host today because I'm obsessed with her Instagram, and that's how we met. And then I just moved to Chicago, and it turns out we live like 20 minutes from each other. So we're going to try to be like in real life book friends. Um, Today we have Kate. Hi, Kate. Hello. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Yes. Um, You guys can check her out at romantically underscore inclined on instagram and she also posts like hysterical memes and all these great blogs and i actually found out about the org from your page i don't know <laughs> if you knew that i did not know that because you had posted some like thirst trap meme or um <laughs> reel about like at a dinner party like everyone's like what do you read and you're like orc porn and i was like i'm sorry what now yes tell me more and so i read the first three books really quickly in the orcs porn series by finley fenn and like, how did you find Finley? How did you find these books? I actually found them through um, Eliza MacArthur, okay. uh, who's an author on Instagram. She posted like this whole, I swear it was like a 15, whatever, like 15 stories in a row about the like copious, like she did the math on like how much semen there would actually so much be semen. in the books. And like oh she did God. the actual math and I was like, okay. So it wasn't even free. I almost never buy books. It wasn't even free. And I was like, I'm going to buy it. Like, I have to know. And then I read all four in like two days. Yeah, that was the same. I read <laughs> At the time, like, there were four. I read the first three in in two days. My kids were like, play with me. And I was like, please, <laughs> I'm reading. <laughs> no. Watch a movie or something. Um, so today we're going to talk about book number six, which is The Maid and the Orcs. Before we get started, I do want to tell you guys that this series does have a ton of triggers. So there's non-con, there's like a dom-sub situation, it's male-male-female, there is definitely like a very coercive sort of like blackmail kind of situation in her starting the relationship. There's a lot of lying. There's a lot, I mean, like there's a lot of triggers. Um, also, these books are, as <laughs> Kate mentioned, like full of sperm. So if sperm is not your thing, perhaps this episode is not for you because we're going to talk about it a lot. Um, So I just want you guys to be aware, you know, before we get going. So before you read this book, because, you know, you've obviously read books one through five going into this. Before you read book six, like, what were you, did you like, were you surprised that it was going to be about um, Balder and Daffly? That's how I kind of, Darfly? In my mind, like Darfly. Balder, yeah. Saying it out out loud is interesting. It's like the first time you say Voldemort. Yeah. You're like, wait. Yeah, I think it's Draftly. Balder and Draftly. Okay. Did you think this book was going to, like, before it came out, did you think this was going to be about them? Did you think their Happily Ever After was, like, finished? No. So around book three, I messaged Finley and I was like, you need to do a story. I'm not taking credit for this. Like, literally, like, 50 people were DMing her the same thing. They're like, you need to do a story about Draftly and Balder. Like, they need their own book. And she was like, understandably kind of on the fence. She's like, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't know if my fans would be open to like an MMF or I guess MFM and MMF both um, book. And I was like, I don't care. (laughs) I was like, I want it. So you need to make it happen. And uh, it's funny because I actually, in her Facebook group, found a post from a year ago where she was like, I thought about it, but I don't know. And I like screenshot it and post it to her page. And I was like, look at what you did. Like you (laughs) said no. And then look where we are a year later. Like you have this amazing, amazing book. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, so I I knew 
for a long time. Uh, I have the inside scoop with this book. It's, it's going to be coming in out. In the works. Foaming at the mouth. So. Nice. I mean, here on the podcast, we obviously, as you guys know, love a poly sitch, love a menage, love a male-male-female situation. Um, I was excited to, because the first, I guess the first five books, technically, I mean, the 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 males in this character obviously feature in all of those books as, as like side roles, um, but they're all male-female, and they're all like very much like dominant orc dude, and female so it was kind of fun to get like a different dynamic in this book than in the other books i will say before we are gonna like do spoilers on the whole series you guys but i will say that if you are gonna read this and you want to read them like this one as a standalone i wouldn't you can because i didn't read books four and five until after i read this one and then i went back to read them um i actually didn't read five yet so i read four i went back to read four um and i'll probably read five later but I would definitely say that you should start at one and work your way through because because it's like a group of people in the same mountain. They all feature in each other's books and it's very helpful, not mandatory, but very helpful to start from the beginning. Okay, Kate, you ready to get into this um, this orc nonsense, this orc oh, fun? I am definitely ready. I wrote notes, so. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get this shit popping. Romance at a glance. Uh-huh. Romance at a glance. What'd you say now? Romance at a glance. Go ahead, girl. Okay, you guys, since Kate is an expert, I'm going to ask Kate to give us a little bit of a run through of like kind of the the world building of the orc, the orc culture, orc mountain, and kind of like where we're at in the series when we get to this point. Oh, okay. It's a lot of, there's a lot of background. Um, well, first I'll just say that this series, I think a lot of people go into it thinking it's just going to be like orc sex, orc sex, like mm-hmm. super hot, kinky sex. And it is, but the world that Finley has created is unbelievable. Like it's like high fantasy level, like stuff here. She has like really in-depth politics going Mm on. I don't even know how she keeps it all straight. Um, Actually I do. She posted a screenshot of like, I think it's scribed or something like whatever you use. She had like nine windows open. Um, So basically book one starts um, with Grimar, who is the captain of the orcs in Orc Mountain um, basically kidnapping Jewel, who is uh, a Lord's wife. Um, so yeah, I guess another trigger warning is that there's, there is cheating in the books, but it's always between an abusive husband or an abusive fiance and the heroine, never be- between the orcs. Anyways, uh, so he kidnaps her. Kidnap- some light kidnapping. <laughs> yeah. He kidnaps her and he is like, I'm going to use you to take down your husband and like shame him, basically. Like, I'm going to fill you with seed and like make him regret ever crossing me is basically the plot of the first one. And so, yeah, I, I, I guess I can spoil We're spoiling the sixth one. So, spoil it all. Go for it. <laughs> so, yeah, it, between them, it's like a lot of push and pull. Grimar and many of the other orcs have kind of been taught that human women want nothing to do with them. And they like, they can kind of convince them to have sex for, via like, I don't think it's like an act. The orcs believe it's an actual thing. Like this orc magic that mm-hmm. like lures human women to them. But really I think that it's just like, these women are kind of like repressed and horny and like the sperm tastes good or the, the semen sperm tastes good. Tastes good. So they're and, like, and like yeah. they smell because they have like the pheromone, like orc smell yeah. thing going on. So they're like, and they're all tall and like warriors and rippling and stuff. Yeah. And all scarred and, and like, and all scarred up. Yes. Like I would fall for that. Other thing that like, one of the things I loved about the series in general, but like, I love a series where 
in any book where you can feel and you viscerally like feel how much they want you because everyone wants their partner to look at them and like you're looking at them and you're like oh he's thinking about or she's thinking about just like absolutely wrecking me right now like that's what I want out of a romance like I want to know that you are stalking towards me across the because you saw me smile at you and like that's what these books give me is that like Oh, she she lifted one eyebrow and now he's like fucking her in front of everyone because he's like, I won't wait because I take you. And I'm like, that's that's what I like. Yeah, these books kind of turned me on to that. Like before, you know, I was all for like, oh, I'm totally okay. You know, I, I don't mind the guy who's kind of like, no, we can't be together. No, but hate the, it. like these orcs are up like they worship human women mm-hmm. because it's the only way that so orcs, there are no female orcs. Mm-hmm. So the only way that orcs can have babies is through human women obviously Mm -hmm. and so that's like a main plot point is like they they need human women but they understand that human women hate them and don't want to be with them and are scared of them and have been taught Mm -hmm. since birth that orcs are like the worst thing that ever happened to the planet um by all the human men Mm -hmm. understandably because of the women Mm -hmm. that these orcs are out there Mm -hmm. um so the grimar has to kind of learn as they as they go that um that jewel wants to be treated as an equal and he's used to human women kind of wanting kind of wanting to just have sex and be left alone and have a baby and then leave. Like, you know, right. they don't normally want to stick around. And so that's, I just love that. Um, Jewel, like, she's a great, I always tell people don't like Jewel and Grimar as much once they get to the later books. But I always say that like Jewel and Grimar had to walk so that the other orcs could run. The book mm-hmm. is very much like Grimar's kind of an ass. He but is. Jewel is there to teach him how to treat women. And then the whole point is that Grimar is then like, oh shit I'm treating you terribly and so there's like a turnaround point where he's like women don't usually want to be my equal but you do so I'm going to treat you that way now and it's like a learning process for the both of them and so uh I love the lady in New York is probably the one I've reread the most I granted the maid just came out yesterday but I was reading a bunch of reviews on all the different books and I was surprised that people didn't like her because I thought like the power dynamic always in these books is like the orc they're going to their culture the what human women are going to their culture so they are inherently like sort of the alphas of these situations and just dominant sort of orc people in general but i thought she did a very good job with like absolutely no resources to stand up to him and be like uh nah bitch that's not how you treat me oh i'm sorry i don't care i'm mad at you right now because you're being <laughs> an asshole obviously and then she was like, you know what? I'm going to go sort this all out myself because you're making a mess of it. <laughs> and I I liked that. And I agree with you. I think you have to have one book that also does like bears the brunt of the world building and bears the brunt. Like the first book in a series typically is a little bit slower just because they have to introduce all five clans. They have to introduce all the cultures. They have to introduce all the characters. They have to introduce all the politics of the humans. Like there's just a lot going on. I so I think she gets a bad rap. I and also later books, everyone's like, oh, so mad at her. But her, like, if you think of them, him as like the king of the mountain, she's the queen, and their job is to rule this mountain. Her job is not to be everyone's friend and to like peacemake. Her job is to make hard decisions and to keep this entire mountain safe. So I like don't get mad at her when she's like being a boss bitch because I'm like, she's a fucking queen. She's a boss bitch. Like that's her job. Yeah, I think it's like a lot that. I, she reminds me a lot of me. Like normally I read books where the heroine isn't stubborn enough. And mm-hmm. I'm like, no, bitch, like make him suffer. And <laughs> Jewel is the, is the heroine that like 
just hit the spot for me because she was mm-hmm. just like not giving in. Like there is like a scene where she gives him like basically the silent treatment. And I was like, mm-hmm. yes, make it go longer. Like, but that's why I'm not a romance heroine because I would never, for, I would just silent treatment the crap out of him. And like, there'd be no HEA. They would do one of these stupid things that like breaks the heron's heart. And I'd be like, well, that's that. And washed my hands of you. I'm going to find someone who appreciates me, you big dummy. Um, but if their semen tasted this good, I think that I would reconsider. Okay, so that's book one. So book two, we have Stella. Or the novella, yeah. Or actually, I didn't read the novella. Book two, I'm sorry. Ella. I said Stella. I meant Ella. And Ella. <laughs> I, so I actually think this one might be my favorite. See, you wouldn't be alone. They did a, an Orc Awards on her Facebook group, and a lot of people voted for this one. I all, Nobody voted for my favorite. I also like the librarian one, too. That's my favorite. It's so good. John, like, lost all, the whole competition, and I was really? like, John, like, he gives off such daddy vibes, <gasps> and I was like, I want that. Yeah. But nobody else did, I guess. Whatever. Okay, so I thought, the reason I think Ella's one is because it's so he's terrifying lady like but it's such a sweet story of them being childhood best friends and them like running sort of wild in the woods together and then one day he's like gone and she just like is and they've like promised that they'll wait for each other and then she's just sad for like years and hoping he'll come back and like circumstances sort of force her to marry and then he comes back and I'm like like that's like such a great classic trope and all that's like the first chapter that you just I know I know I know that one's also like so all of these books feature a lot of public sex and public nudity because orcs like aren't shy about it I think this one had some of the best um like the scene where he's like giving her the jewelry like that had really good um like symbolism moments and also really good like dirty dirty like yeah I'm gonna pierce your nipples and make you wear a tiny cape so everyone can see that my gold in you like stop more yeah this one this one definitely like hit different compared to the I I think it's because it's the like we of the rest like on all the other books you kind of get like the heroines a little bit like um I guess minus but made in New York but the heroines kind of like iffy on it and like mm-hmm. being there but like or iffy on the orcs in general but mm-hmm. Ella just like I mean she missed him so much and she mm-hmm. loved him growing up mm-hmm. and like they were basically childhood sweethearts mm-hmm. and so it just like yeah like you said it, it's weird to describe it as sweet because I don't know that I describe all any of the other ones like as sweet as like the buzzword <laughs> but this <laughs> one's like just I mean it has all the same drama and like back and forth and everything but it definitely like I don't know. It's just really cute. Like they're so cute together, and I just—they are. I, I rooted for them the whole time. She's definitely the heroine who, like, well, the the maid in the orc. She she like embraced sort of like living at the mountain pretty quickly. But yeah. um, she, aside from her, like, she was the one who was like, "Cool, dope. You want to be my mate? I'm in. Sounds awesome. <laughs> I've loved you my whole life. Let's let's get it on. Let's make babies. Oh, speaking of babies, I forgot to mention this in the beginning, you guys. If you are not into babies as a happily ever after these orcs are trying to impregnate these women it is a breeding kink just start to finish in every single book they're constantly talking about it they're constantly sniffing them to see if they're pregnant they're literally 
pouring like straight up buckets of cum. Like they talk about how it's like they after they have sex, like their abdomen is swollen and then it like pours out of them. Like they drink it for nutrition. Okay, let's talk about the semen because now I'm talking about it. Yes. <laughs> I was super into it. I don't oh, yeah. normally it's not my favorite thing. Um but I love in fantasy because if you build the world right, then I can accept it. And I yeah. think like Finley did a great job of building like, you know, even later books, like building in that, like now the orcs are realizing that if you keep the woman and you keep her happy and you have sex with her and you treat her right, then the babies are healthy and the woman survives, like survives birth because all of the orc semen keeps the baby healthy and keeps her body healthy to grow this orc baby, which I think is like a brilliant, you know, I'd be like, yeah, if, if I'm going to have an easy birth and, and survive childbirth, I'm, I'll, I'll give you a blowjob every single day, every single morning. No problem. I liked how in book one, and I wonder if uh, Finley had this idea the whole time, because in book one, Jules like, that's not how it works. <laughs> like, she's just like, that's not like, I cannot just eat your semen. Like, that doesn't make the baby, like, healthier. Yeah. And he's like, But yes, then in the later books, it, like, legit does. And so I'm like, I wonder if, like, it was canon from, like, the beginning. But, or if, like, then he was just like, no, Jewel was wrong. Like, Jewel's this wrong. is how science works. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, yeah, I was going to say, like, um, I read Ice Planet, bef- some of them before this. Mm-hmm. And I think it was a nice gateway drug into the breeding king mm-hmm. because I was net. I don't even like babies. I don't like kids in my romance novels. I don't even like women getting pregnant in my romance novels. Mm-hmm. And especially I read these while I was pregnant. So I was like, definitely like, no, but yeah. like ice planet was like a nice gentle, like, yeah. hmm, like, okay, I can get into the breeding king. Yeah. And then it was like, there's bam. nothing else to do on this uh, planet. You'll never get off of. There's no hope that <laughs> you're stuck here forever. So you may as well get knocked up. Feels like the right mission. I mean, what else are you going to do? What nothing, gonna... I guess. Same nothing. with Orc Mountain. It's not safe to leave Orc Mountain. Ever. Never again. And we, we worship, I just want to worship you and impregnate you and then treat you like a princess. And it's just like, all right. It's like, that's right. what I got to do. Like, that, I'll fine. I mean, that's what I got to do. That's what I got to do. I... <laughs> So one thing I thought was kind of um, in the most recent book struck me numerous times was because she sent bound to Balder. Um, she's like not allowed to touch anyone else. And I like felt so bad for her because I was like, bitch needs a hug. Like she needs a non-sexual. <laughs> she's having some really tough days. She cried a lot. And I was, yeah, I, I, was, I, was I was like, like she needs a non-sexual friend to come and give her a hug and just pat her on the back tell her it's all gonna be okay (laughs) I think this book had a lot less of like in the previous books like Jewel and Ella and like the other women were very present Mm -hmm. to the current hair like books heroine Mm -hmm. and I think that because this book's like 677 pages yeah like Finley had to kind of focus on some other aspects Mm -hmm. and like some other side characters and so Mm -hmm. the other women weren't as present Yeah, but I do know that even the other, like the women, can touch each other. But even with the other right. women, they don't want orcs touching them. Right. Um, but I do think that sometimes there has to be intention behind it because I noticed the orcs will touch each other. Like Grimar will touch Balder right. and doesn't get his scent on him. So right. I think there's got to be some of that, some a horniness behind a horniness, it. As, a horniness. yeah, a, sexu- a sexual sort of a sexualness behind the. Intent. Yeah, I think they said like to be sent to be like like quote-unquote scent bound like yeah. italicized scent bound you have to desire one another. right and only and have ever like, like touched each other 
So a lot of like a lot of the thing. Okay. So let's quickly, we'll quickly run through you guys. Cause we already started. We'll quickly run through the rest of the book, but then I want to talk about the book that we actually are reading today. <laughs> keep getting so, sidetracked. I keep getting sidetracked. There's so much to talk about. So, okay. So then we have the librarian. I thought her backstory was the best of all the female backstories um that she's like live like wants to be a librarian wants to be a scholar is like trying to write all these books and stuff and basically is was like groomed as a child by this like terrible dude who actually runs this library and he essentially like uses all of her brains and talents and takes all of her work as his own and kind of keeps her there impoverished and like won't pay her and stuff and so she has like nothing else that she can like get away from him with and then one of the orcs goes there and they you know a little bit but she basically like she's such so the guy like tells her oh i want you to go to orc mountain this guy who's like i'll promises that he'll like take care of her and make her his mistress or wife or whatever and he's like willing to sacrifice this poor girl to orc mountain and and she's like such a nerd. She's like, wow, it would be really interesting to learn all about it from inside the mountain. And I was just like, I appreciate a real, like, like a real scholar. Like, if you're going to tell me she's like a real She's like Jane scholar. Goodall, like going into, yes. going with the chimps, but you know. <laughs> exactly. Except for she's fucking the chimps in this case. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was, what did you like about their story? I love that this, it, so it's not daddy vibes not, I mean it's daddy vibes it's not daddy kink she's not calling right. him daddy no. she actually calls him my lord which mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. got him going it got mm-hmm. me going a little bit mm-hmm. I was like oh shit mm-hmm. um and I think I just liked that because I I'm not like full on into daddy kink yeah. um in my books I'm not into it at all in real life yeah but in my books that uh, you know the right author can make me interested in it Sure. And so I've explored it a little bit in my books, but this one was like the first, like, again, they don't actually call it, she doesn't call him daddy, but he like cares for her. Um, treat, he calls her like my pet. Like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, he's very like much pet, like, pet don't dumb. lift a finger. Don't yeah. do anything. I want to like take care of you. But he also is like, he's very push and pull. Cause he's like, she's very tiny. Yeah. A lot of the women are like full figured and like, lo- like I believe Jewel is like a larger yeah. than average woman. Yeah. Um, but Rose is very tiny. And so he's very concerned the whole time that like, if she has his baby, that she will die. And so a lot of his like reticence by being with her is that like, she thinks that she's like legitimately too small to be his. And he's like mad that she's like malnourished. And so he's like, cause she is malnourished. Cause again, this like evil dude who's keeping her is obviously a pedophile and a terrible person. Um, and so he's like constantly feel, like he like fucks her mouth like four or five times a day. Like yeah, that one, the, that has probably the most, I think it might have the most uh, semen of all the books, maybe 100%. Well, minus the one with double orcs. But yeah, yeah, he's, he's given it to her on the right. And it does, it works. She it gets works. strong and hail. She gets hail, hardy. She gets, uh, I also like that in his book. Cause I feel like a lot of times it takes a long time or it feels like it, cause the books are kind of long. It feels like it takes a mm-hmm. long time for the orcs to like realize how awesome the women are who came for whatever their special talent is. And I feel like Simon right away was like, or John. Oh, like, Oh, you're <laughs> smart. Like, Oh great. Come work with me and like read, Oh, you can read all these things. Great. Like, 
this is oh i can teach you like i feel like right away he again like you said like doesn't want her to lift a fucking finger to get her own food to like feed it to her but he appreciates her brain and trusts her very quickly with his work and with the library. I didn't even really think of that. That's a good point. Yeah. Like Grimoire took a while to understand that Jewel had this like talent. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't remember what Ella's talent is. Um, Ella like work. Ella's the one who like convinces basically like talks to everyone. Cause he's like the truth speaker, but she like talks to everyone. And she's like HR. She's kind of like HR, honestly, in the mountain. And she like eases the path for him and like all these old grudges. And she's like, yeah, but yeah. I bet you did that because of this. And I bet he thinks that, you know, like she kind of smooths the way for him to like embrace who he is and to like let go of his anger. And um, yeah, John does. He respects her on like a pro- quote unquote professional level. Yeah. Like before he even like wants to be with her sexually he's like he knows she's smart he wants to help her with her professional goals right and what what woman doesn't want that from their partner yeah Yeah. but yeah i I also love that maybe because like it's i mean who like what romance reader doesn't like secretly want to be a librarian even though i'm sure in real life it is not nearly as like glamorous as for sure concocted in our brains of like buying books and like shushing people around shushing people so you can read more yeah i'm sure being a librarian is a very difficult job especially Um, in this like political climate and stuff but um, yeah i didn't think about that but you're right he really he like respects her and he wants to help her achieve what she her dream which is like to be a a legitimized scholar in a world where women are treated like shit basically And I really liked how that kind of played forward into this current book and how she like made the pamphlets of like what life is really like and like some information about the clans kind of like she becomes like the media too. Yeah. She's like, hey, new girl, like, welcome to our mountain. Here's your press kit. Here's your information (laughs) about about these people. Um, And like she also uh, going back to like the birth and how hard the births are. She also like finds that book and translates it and like is like a huge sort of start towards the them working their way into realizing, oh, hey, we better, we better take some action steps to keep all these new women from dying in childbirth. Um, also, I totally agree about the baby thing in books. I don't want to read a secret baby book. I don't really <laughs> want there to, like, I don't want there to be like, I don't know, like a single dad with a kid. Like, they have to be grown. Like, if it's a kid, I just read one. I read, um, uh, single dad seeks Juliet or something. I think that's what's called. Hmm. And, but she's like 18 or 17 or something. Like she is, she is going to college. <laughs> and I feel like so many romance books, like all of a sudden up and have like an epilogue baby. And I'm like, but why can they just, I mean, a lot of people do have babies. I have babies, but like, also this is a fantasy for me. Couldn't they just be riding horses in the sunset? <laughs> that's all I want. So I think I'm like, oh, like Ben had, I when I talked to her recently about future books. She was like, yeah, like there's a lot of kids running around now that I have to like yeah. write into the stories and like yeah. write them away during sex time. And like, she's like, it, it gets a little bit, because I've been really pushing, I've honestly been pushing for a single parent book. I want like a young woman who's been like widowed or like her husband cast her and her daughter yeah. out. And yeah. I want a little girl running around Orc Mountain. But Fen was like, I don't know how to like have a bunch of sex happen when there's like a kid sharing the room i do i do a nursery <laughs> there's some sort of nursery. that's what i said but she said she did a lot of research um on like certain tribes and how they operate and she's kind of like uh-huh. basing 
her Orc Mountains like politics mm-hmm. around that, and like they room share, unfortunately. Mm. But my my other idea yeah. is having a governess, and the kids go to school. I like school. I also, DM send ideas. Like, all the time. There's a lot of cultures where they share rooms with their parents, and they have sex in the room while their parents are there, and it's like not a big. Do- the kids like don't wake up because they are they're kids. trained. No, they're Did just you like read my, the, kids, um, my kids don't wake up. Like if I walk in their room, like flick a light on in the middle of the night, those they stay asleep. They, they, I like never was quiet around them, so I can be loud as I want in their room, and they're just like they might like blearily open an eye and be like, "Is it? It's you? Okay, I don't care." Um, and uh, so Ben has a bonus epilogue for Made in the Orcs from her newsletter mm-hmm. that I read, and they have a child in it, obviously because every book ends with them being pregnant. Okay. But uh, they actually like. Uh, some of the orcs like work together to give all the parents like alone time nice. in it so they like get their son like out of the room to go hang out yeah. with like their son so like, the three yeah. of them can Maybe like three. get it on kid swap a little kid yeah. swap strong play okay so all right so we're almost we're almost caught up you guys so then there's a duchess and she comes and she ends up marrying the enforcer and her previous husband or i guess technically they're still married when she gets there and through most of the book um, is a real terrible piece of shit who's kind of like propagating the war and then you have the midwife and the orc which i did not read mm, but I that's pres- a fan favorite is it i'm excited because yeah. it's the next one so I'm, I'm gonna read that you guys i'll probably do a patreon episode up about that one and it seems like she's gonna be the one who's helping them birth all these new babies mm-hmm. wonderful okay so now we're at maids in the arcs so throughout the books as i've been reading going into this book keep in mind i missed book five draftly has seemed very cold and very um he only signs he never speaks which i was like that's um awesome i think that will be a really good moment because i love um in general when things like that happen and you don't like solve it my favorite thing i love that she didn't like solve his voice thing i love that he didn't just magically start talking at the end um because that always bugs me when you're like i had sex with you and my magic vagina healed some other unrelated (laughs) some other unrelated bullshit um and balder is like the one that everyone trusts with their mate they're like you can hang out with balder like (laughs) he'll take care of you but here was my one thing about the book. So they're already mated when this book starts. And then he runs into Alma because she falls into the water because she's running away from her employer. And he saves her from drowning. And then he's attracted to her. She's attracted to him. But he, like, kind of holds himself off because he already has a mate. Brings her to Orc Mountain. Draftly is not pleased that he has now has this sunbound woman that he has brought to Oak Mountain. Because his like deepest insecurity is that Balder wants to have a female mate and wants to leave him and have like little baby orcs. My biggest problem with this book, which I did like, is that it starts with Balder and her, but then there's really not a relationship between them almost at all for the whole book. Like the relationship is really Draftly and her is the main relationship of this book, and then Draftly and Balder. And then her and Balder a little bit, but theirs is almost like friendship to me. Like they're like besties who are in love with the same person <laughs> or like Draftly and her are like, oh my God, look at our like sexy, beautiful thing that we get to have sex with. Like he's the best. We love him so much. But I don't feel like he really got to shine in this book. Like I feel like Draftly sh- got a lot of time to shine and like have a big arc in, in his character. Um, and Alma, obviously like she's the main MC. So she like had a big arc. 
Um, but I feel like Balder kind of like didn't get his didn't get as much shine moments. I was hoping. Okay, so what do you think about the fact that Draftly was like, "Oh, you two can't fool around when I'm not there." Because I feel like that's why I didn't get any Balder moments because he they weren't allowed to like have their own relationship. Yeah, I think so. In in book five, the one that you didn't read, I think Balder and Draftly are like you know how each book she kind of has like a main. Mm -hmm. secondary couple Mm -hmm. um so they're the main secondary couple in book five so that's where we get most of our like balder background Mm -hmm. and like that's when they get officially mated so there's like a scene where they get mated and everything which is just the most beautiful scene you have to read it it's it's what made everyone like dm fen being like you have to write like a book for them because like Mm -hmm. it was just absolutely beautiful um but i do think that a little bit of a like the cop out is that they're scent bound so I think mm-hmm. that she was like, Ben was able to kind of like be like, they're magically bound to one another sexually mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. mentally, like since he can like taste her fear and all that stuff. So I think she was able to kind of like uh, wiggle out of having to focus too much on like theirs by being like, look, I don't have to. They're magically attracted to each mm-hmm. other. Mm-hmm. And so we don't have to like explore that necessarily as much. I do get where Draftly is like, how, like I feel so bad for him because he so his voice was um you learn I won't like completely spoil it. he had his voice was taken from him in that like he was basically almost murdered and his throat was slit and so mm-hmm. that's why he when he talks it hurts him a lot so they do sign language um but yeah so it was his story is just like so sad and mm-hmm. so I I think that I didn't like hate that it was focused more on him but I would I love, like, 15 more it. bonus epilogues where you get to see Alma and Balder, like, right. really flourish, like, the two of them. Yeah. Um, but I did love, like, the cute, like, you're right, like, there's no real scene just, yeah. Like, Draftly and Alma get their own scene. But Balder they get a whole and bunch of old, they get, Alma like, don't. Yeah, they had a bunch of scenes where it's the two of them either talking yeah. or fighting or arguing or fucking. Yeah, it really was a Balder or a, a Draftly and Alma-centered um, story. Yeah. Um, you're right. And I don't, I love Draftly so much. So no, I don't I, think I, I again, didn't even like, notice. I was like so in love with him that <laughs> until you said it, I didn't even really notice. Like the only reason I noticed is because going into it, I was like, oh, okay, there's some media. Okay. So like you get the establishment of her with him and then he like stays away from her. And I'm like, oh, I get that. Cause he's made it. So he's trying to like respect his mate. Okay, cool. But then and like, yeah, then like Draftly like comes to her and it's like, look, you are going to do this. You are going to be with my mate because he wants a baby and you're going to get pregnant. And this is what's happening. And, you know, like, I don't give a fuck what you think. And Baldur's like, I don't believe this. I don't believe <laughs> I don't believe you want this, Draftly. Like, I don't believe this. That and scene he, was hot, though. That scene was so hot. All the scenes were super hot. Yeah. And he's oh like, I don't believe you want this, so you better get over there and prove it to me. So then Draftly and her have to get it on to prove it to Baldur that they actually do like each other, even though they don't yet. <laughs> Great scene. Great scene. Like, so it's much. Like, it's legitimate, hot. like, hate sex on Draftly. Like, yeah. Yeah, hate sex, but also like both of it. Yeah, so much secretly love. love sex, but outwardly hate. Or I guess like yeah. hate love or love hate love sex. There's like hate in the middle. Yeah. Sandwich yeah. there. Yes. Yeah, yes, it's it amazing. Is. And 
I really liked his journey. I thought his journey and I thought her journey was really good too. Like going, she, she, she was raised, her mom was the, like um, head of housekeeping or, or sort of position at the household and she was raised in the house. So she started as like a scullery maid, worked her way up to the blah, blah, blah. And now had been like running this household after her mom died for a few years. And I really liked that she, you know, was raised to be very like subservient and like, oh, I have to do what the, like the head of the house says. I have to, you know, like do my chores, like hard worker. Like I liked that she right away had a lot of like agency in the mountain and was like, okay, well y'all need to clean all this shit up. Okay. This is what we're going to do. You're going to go over here. Can you get me that? Oh, that's great. You go over here. And she started like running everything and like cleaned up the scullery, got a whole bunch of people to do watching for her, like figured out a schedule for everything. Like I, and, and also like appreciated like Kest's contribution, who was like her, her, her little orc bestie who sort of unofficially was working with his, um, mate, who's the head of all sort of doctoring, I guess you could call it, in the Mountain Healer. So I appreciated all her stuff at the beginning, but I really liked that she blossomed and at the beginning was like, okay, I'll do whatever you want, Draftly, but then like quickly was like, wait a minute, you want me? Like, what are you talking about? Or like telling him like, you need to be nicer to Balder. You need to tell him that you don't want to lose him and that's why you're being such a bitch. And then like, (laughs) he would do it and she'd be like, thank you. yeah, it kind of like shows you that like in a dom sub relationship that the it, the dom isn't the one in control. No, like it's all like a ploy. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he is in the bedroom, but then yeah, Alma was brave enough to kind of be like, mm-hmm. "Look, um, like you are making so many mistakes mm-hmm. right now, and you need mm-hmm. to like you're going to push Balder away if you don't treat him better." And like, and draft like even though he like begrudgingly takes her advice, mm-hmm. and yeah, it was it was nice to see like, at, like. I think that was her head of house or her head of housekeeping coming in to play mm-hmm. there. She's so used to telling other people what to do mm-hmm. that she was like, it just felt comfortable for her, even mm-hmm. when she was scared. Yeah. It was refreshing. And then Draftly like is so closed off and he's like had a horrible past with women, didn't want any part of her. And one thing I liked about his sort of blo- slow blossoming was I really like when characters do actions that show how they feel so like he is not ready to tell her that she means a lot to him and he's having a hard time with his own emotions but at the same time he's like ordering his orcs to go help her clean and do the laundry he's ordering his orcs to find a cat to kill the rats for her he's like ordering and again this is kind of like my thing about how this book really is about him and her um it's like Balder doesn't really do any of that stuff for her. Like all of the nice things that happen for her in the mountain are either Draftly or Kest, um, which again, I'm fine with. Loved it. Um, but I was also like, oh, I feel like Balder should have had a moment where he did like one, like, oh, I saw that you needed some. Cause even like, he, I guess he does the thing for Kest at the end, but she has to like ask him. Like he's never thought like, oh, this fellow orc has such a sad history of, being used by the other orcs maybe he doesn't want all these scents on him i did like that balder like acknowledges this though like he's just like i was like had a hard time with this like i'm sorry i treat like wasn't Mm -hmm. there for you i'm sorry i ran i'm sorry i did this and i was like Mm -hmm. it it did help that like because you think of balder as like this happy go lucky orc 
like mm-hmm. for all the books, he's like the women's best friend. He's right. like just so nice and friendly and like the, the face that they all want to see when they're like upset. Mm-hmm. And then it was nice to see that that was kind of a facade in a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like you're right. We don't get to see too deep into his story. Like, I think Fem was like, I had to cut. She was like, I, this would be a thousand words. Like, you know, um, but I appreciated that, like, he wasn't at that happy-go-lucky or yeah. actually. Like, he was dealing with yeah. a lot of demons, especially related to, like, mm-hmm. Draftly. And Draftly's, like, you know, he had forgiven Draftly, but Draftly had forgiven himself. And, like, yeah, how that can kind of, like, with all the other fester in a relationship. For and, sure. Like, yeah. yeah I, I like I like that he stuck, like, he, I thought he had a really good growth with Draftly as, like, their relationship progressed. And, like, them apologizing and confronting each other and clearing all with Alma's help too exactly he was was such like an instrumental part of their like they would have gone the rest of their lives not communicating honestly with each other and just pretending everything was fine and I think it was really nice that I think that's what kind of cemented her as a like full I was worried it was going to be like draftly and balder and then like Alma's just like their pet and like, mm-hmm. like they're female, they keep around, but mm-hmm. she really integrated herself as like a full member of that relationship. Yeah, and it was like, she was the missing piece that they yep. like needed to kind of yep. call them out on their bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> definitely. Okay, let's talk about the sex because yes. there's a lot of sex in this book. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> I liked that there was so much like hate in the beginning and tension in the beginning. And, like, because a lot of these books, there's, like, because of the scent-bound thing and the sperm thing and the scent thing, there's, like, a lot of, like, instant, certainly instant, like, lust compatibility mm-hmm. in these books. If it's not love yet, it's still, like, instant, like, yeah, I'm gonna fuck your brains out. Okay, cool, I'm down for that. Um, And I liked in this one that it was definitely, like, kind of begrudging. Like, okay, fine, I'm gonna do it because... I have to because I want like Balder to be happy. Basically, it was like what both of them were doing. Yeah, and I, each one of them was begrudging. Every all three of them were begrudging. Yeah, everyone was begrudging it, but also like so turned on. And I thought it was like the best start because it really like opened up some really fun like commanding from draftly of like no you will do this no you will suck that no you will fuck this okay fine now you get rewarded with a little kiss and i was like i kiss (laughs) yeah you're like oh yes okay you 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 just called her like three ways to sunday and she gets a kiss as a reward but like Mm -hmm. we're we're under draftly spell too so yeah Yeah. we're like oh okay that seems reasonable (laughs) yeah exactly oh because like you who doesn't like in a book again in real life no this person would not get the time of day for me I'd be like you have way too many issues brah I'm out of here but in a book I love absolutely love when there's like a nasty character and the only person they're nice to is the person that they're in love with Mm -hmm. everyone else they don't give a fuck they'll burn the world down no problems and the only one who gets a little sweetness and they loved that that initially was just Balder. And then slowly it was like she was included in that sweetness. And that like little bubble. Everyone else is like. Everyone hates Draftly. Draftly hates everybody. Yeah. Except Alma and Balder. Yeah, like so, Maria, yeah, Maria like still hates him in this book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> talking shit the whole time. I feel like they're like low key. They just like love fighting though. Yeah. But then I was also like, I was like, Maria, shut the fuck up. Yeah. 
stop ruining this for us, Maria. Don't scowl at him. They just had a wonderful bonding ceremony on the platform, and they all had sex with each other, and it was beautiful. <laughs> just sit there and have sex with Simon. Shush. You shush. Don't really. Oh, yeah. Me. He Oh, he shushed her. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah. One thing that I really like, though, and I think that does a lot of research um, on like polyamorous relationships, mm-hmm. because the a lot of her other books, what's lacking is communication on mm-hmm. purpose. That's like her thing is like mm-hmm. they nobody's honest with each other. The heroines mm-hmm. are lying to the heroes. The heroes are lying to the heroines. There's all this betrayal mm-hmm. and grovels. That's what she's known for. Mm-hmm. But this book was they had to communicate like mm-hmm. the whole the, the theme was communication. Mm-hmm. And I think it was I mean. Balder and Draftley were definitely not the ideal couple to explore a polyamorous relationship. Mm-hmm. They had a lot of issues. I don't think if they went on to a forum and asked, like, are we healthy enough? Like, they would have been like, no, no, do not bring a third into this mess. <laughs> but I think that Fen did a great job of like, they com- like during sex, they're constantly communicating. Mm-hmm. There's constantly like, are you okay? Looks and like, mm-hmm. co- like confirming and-, and her signing to him, like behind, you know, like, I'm okay. I understand. Like I'm with yeah, you. A lot of consent. And mm-hmm. yeah, I think it was from all of them, like Balder explaining to her, like, here's how you can touch him. Like he has mm-hmm. trauma. Mm-hmm. You can't touch him around the neck and mm-hmm. uh, like during sex. And it didn't, it didn't feel like it was the wrong time for that kind of communication. Yeah. Like sometimes you're like, Oh, I prefer people don't talk during sex. Some people are even like, don't even bring up a condom like during sex. Like I want just the heat. But in this, I was like, no, like, I, I loved that they were constantly confirming that things were okay and mm-hmm. checking in with each other afterwards and mm-hmm. a lot of aftercare type stuff and yeah. reassurances and praise, of course, praise so kink fun. all the way. Love praise. Um, this book is like the embodied, like all the other ones are like praise kink babies compared to this one. This one's like entirely praise kink. All I agree. And I, I really liked that she joined Draftly in the praising of Balder. Oh yeah. I thought that was so like, like, first of all, she's smart. Cause at the beginning, oh. you're like, she knew that Draftly didn't like her. And so she was like, I'm going to show him that like, I know that Balder is his. I know. She's so Balder's intuitive. She's so intuitive. And she like, so she's constantly telling him, like signing to him, like, look how beautiful your mate is. Like, look how much she wants you. Look how much he loves you and like worships you. And like, I was down for that. I was like, Oh my God, that's so sexy that she's like, reaffirming even while he's like balls deep like reaffirming like you're not crazy like he does love you like look at his face look at she was like a therapist it was like dick therapy yeah she was like you love each other so fucking much like during sex she's just like look how much you love each other so hot that you love each other (laughs) and i was like i agree alma it is hot like how much they love each other oh my god speaking of trios um I'm hoping that she's going to do another Polly Minaj with um, Varen and Thrain. Varen, yes. Oh yeah, that was hot. Yes, they're so cute. They so they feature in a few books. It's funny because the first what book do they first meet? Is it? I think it's Librarian I, in the Orc. We first kind of meet them, and yeah. they fuck in a pool, and they kind of don't like it. Um, or no, yeah, they, they're kind of like rough and like, kind of like, eh, like I'm doing this just cause blah, blah, blah. But like by this book, they're kind of like mates. I don't know if they've actually, like, they're not, them. yeah, they're like, they're like best one, friends who also fuck. But, yeah. But like what, want, but they like want to have a baby. With yeah. Someone. That was so cute. I was like, I immediately damned her. I'm like, you better give Baron a fucking baby. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm like, the world needs more polyamorous orcs. Yes. Yes. Cause like I, I thought, okay. So going back to the first book, we didn't even really talk about this, although it's probably clear since these two dudes are mated, all of the orcs like have sex with each other. And it's like, in some of the clans, it's a big deal. And you only have sex with your mate. And then in some of the clans, like, um, this guy, it's like not a big deal at all. And everyone's just constantly fucking everyone all the time. And it's just like a release. They're all very horny all the time. They got like no of, women. So I, I get no it. Women. Yeah, I get it. And I, I actually, first of all, really liked that. Um, because who doesn't like big dudes who are banging each other? Like oh, that's, yeah. that's a nice time. Um, but also I think like your, to your point makes complete sense if there are no women, um, I think to then be like, look at this viral population who never have sex because there are no women like that would feel weird. Um, and I also like that it wasn't just fucking like I like that it was established that like some of them are mates and like that's no big deal. And the orcs don't really care one way or the other. If you want to have a mate, go for it. If you don't, then don't. Because um, some of the the couples who we like were already mated prior to meeting them. Um, like Kest and is it Efferet? I think it's like Efterar. <laughs> That's a hard one. I think it's yeah. like Efterar. Efterar. Yeah, um, like they don't want a woman. They're like perfectly happy being yeah, mated just to each other. Just to each other. And there's a bunch of different pairings that you meet throughout who are like, "Yep, this is my husband. We we are not interested in the lady boobs. No, thank you." <laughs> um, but I like it. It adds dimension and it adds like a nice element of also differing them from the human population who at the time of this like world are not into the male on male because all of the women are like what male orcs are having sex with male orcs my mind is blown so obviously not something that they see in their like Alma comes in though and she's like no like she's so respectful at the beginning yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. like she's like oh you have a mate like thank you so much for telling me like I would never want to do anything to like get in between mm-hmm. like two people who love each other. Mm-hmm. Like so, but she never like in the like Jewel is like, whoa, dudes are fucking. Mm-hmm. And then Alma's like, oh, you have a mate? That's so beautiful. Like she's just like such a gem. She's, she's just so supportive. She's so supportive. I would say of all of the the heroines, though, she's like the one I could like, well, maybe not least at because there's well, there's a couple of them that I maybe can't relate to but I don't relate to her in the sense that like she's a way better person than I am. <laughs> she's, like, she's like I told you Jewel and I are like two peas in the pod I'm a stubborn bitch yeah. almost like a sweetheart and I'm like uh I'm like definitely I- more like Maria having like a hysterical panic attack on the bed <laughs> because like Simon's <laughs> cock is too big like that would be me and almost like your dicks are beautiful I want them Yes, you're so. Look at how beautiful you are together. Look how beautiful it is when he takes you. Look at <laughs> yeah, she's like, yes, come to my office and let's have sex. This is great. Oh my god, she's such a cutie. I think I'd probably most like Ella if I had. I haven't read the obviously that last one, but of the first ones, I think I'm the most like Ella in the sense that like the like yearning for that love and for that childhood sweetheart totally can relate. Loved it, and also. Like, I'm really into, like, new experiences and, like, every time I've gone to, like, a new culture, like, I love to just, like, try to fit in. Obviously, you can't fit in. You're clearly not of that culture, but, like, they all know she's human still, but, like, she, you know, does her best to sort of follow their Yeah, culture. she's one of the heroines who's, like, most gung-ho about, yeah, doing her best to, to yeah. adapt to their 
yeah. orkin culture yeah versus like know. maria who's like i will do whatever you ask if you give me a baby and then which again and uh and then she's like except that or that or that or that and i won't do that and simon's like what the fuck bitch like <laughs> this is your idea like I, I, so I'm reading that one right now because I was trying to finish it before we talked, but I, um, I just got to the part where she just finally told Simon who she actually is. And it turns out he's like known the entire time and everyone knows who she is, that she's like the, the Duke who's trying to start this war's wife. And they've all thought this entire time that she's been a spy, but I feel like she for me is like the one I relate to the least because like I thankfully am not someone who's prone to anxiety or panic attacks and so like every time she like starts to spiral I'm like all he said was that he wants you to kneel like suck his dick like you knew this was the deal you want to have a baby with this this fucking orc like he told you like, oh, he wants to have sex with you in front of other people. And she's like, ah. And I'm like, he said, I want to show you off and have sex with you in front of other people. Like, Yeah, like Simon communicates like the whole time what he wants. And honestly, it was funny because I liked Simon the least Me too. until I started actually thinking about it. And I was like, Simon's literally the only like one who is just straight up honest. The whole yeah, thing says he it. Yeah. What he wants. He lie to her. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And then I think I didn't like Maria's my least favorite. And yeah. I think it's because that she is somewhat like the anxiety is like me. Yeah. And so I was like, ah, like I can see where you're coming from, girl, but I don't want like I mm-hmm. a lot of people really love her. So it definitely is like a personal preference for me that mm-hmm. like I don't want my mental illness in my book. Oh, for sure. For sure. Like, I don't want I'm anxious. Like- I don't want that you to be anxious too. <laughs> I also want, like, again, like, that goes back to that thing I said at the beginning. Like, I want the MCs to, like, want each other desperately. Even if they don't show it, maybe. Even if they hide their feelings or whatever. There's miscommunications. Like, but I want that, like, sexual energy to always be there. And I feel like mm-hmm. because, like, Draftly and Simon are both in the sky. So they both want to fuck their respective people in front of everyone else. And I feel like... Alma and Balder were like, oh, you want to show us off? Like, let us prance around in these little outfits for you. And like, oh, you want to spoke us in front of everybody? Oh, let's get it out. Like, they were like down to clown because it was important to him. Mm-hmm. And that that's the energy I wanted. Well, so far, I haven't finished Maria's book. But she's only had sex with him once in public. And she like wasn't so, enth- like, she wasn't enthusiastic enough. Like, I wanted her to be like, Cause she does talk a little. Okay. Oh, we have to talk about the like implements that they give them in the like. Oh yeah, that's the, that was hilarious. Like, like every time to be like, and every day you will ha- masturbate in the morning with these dildos so that we can have better sex. Because um, Simon's got like the biggest dick in the mountain. The so segment. She's got stretch. He got. He got <laughs> well, they give them to Alma too, so she could take them in her. That's in her she ass what there's like one scene with those though she doesn't use them she doesn't yeah it's like two or three times because right yeah. after that she starts sleeping in their room yeah so she, she does it a couple times and then because one of the times remember she does it and then she like drinks balder's come off of it or something like that and he's oh, like these books are beautiful I know. And he's like, I didn't tell you you were allowed to taste his cum yet. And she's like, oh, what? Oops. <laughs> <laughs> this, like, they're a great couple for, like, 
you know, Grimoire is very like dominating, yeah. but, but Draftly is definitely like a, a true dom in the sense yeah. that like he wants to control every aspect. Yeah. They only touch when he says it. They right. like, they only touch him when he says it. Right. Like he, like they can't even like fucking look at each other without yeah. him giving the okay. And like, so yeah, I think that he's like a step up uh, in term compared to the rest of them. For sure. Like even John's very controlling too, like very yeah. bossy, but yeah. Draftly's like the very, like by the book down. For sure. I agree. I agree with that. And it's hot. Oh, but just wait. Sorry. Just wait until you get to the end. You're going to get your scene with Maria. You're yeah. going to get it. Okay, it's good. like, it's maybe one of the hottest scenes in all the books. Okay, good. Because Simon deserves it. Simon yeah. deserves He's so cute. He's, he's like, trying to learn to read and write. He's trying to learn to read. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. He's, he's not an bad, asshole, but he's also a good boy. He's a big bad orc who's trying to take care of everyone and stop this guy from running ruts on everyone. Okay, also though, let's talk about the running the rut thing. So in the sky, so there's five clans and the sky are the ones that are, Raffley is from in this one, Draftly is from in this one and Simon is from in the other book. And they used to what they call run a rut on a on a female. So it would be like the dude who found her basically like hunted her and, and kidnapped. Yeah, they have to hunt their women. Yeah. Cause they kid yeah, they just kidnap them. And I'm like, you could just be nice to them. It's like Yeah, they're whole, definitely the worst. Uh, they're definitely the worst. The worst clan for women. They're, they're the ones that give orcs like a bad name like they're the ones that make women af- and people afraid of them because they do go hunt women and kidnap them um historically and simon and Draftly are trying to get rid of this practice but basically like running a rut is like the person who finds them has sex with them first and then they like choose a few other of their sky brothers to have sex with her and then they have sex with her last and then whoever impregnates her gets to keep her which is like the craziest part of the whole thing because had running a rut just been like, Oh, it's kinky. And we're like sharing her around. Like I could see where that could be super hot. Like he chose wisely. And now like, we're all going to fuck you. And it's going to be like, yes, I'm into that. That sounds great. But then like just a random one gets to keep her because she gets knocked up. I was like, Oh, well that, that doesn't sound. Yeah. I, yeah. Like you said, I'd be down with maybe the first part, like the idea of it, but then yeah. Like what if you fall for that or, you know, you don't get to be with them. Like that kind of fucking sucks. Like, But I like the I like the public sex. I'm into that part of their clan. I think that's fun. I mean, in general, I guess they all kind of have public sex. But yeah, but the sky are like this is a part of our like our religion, basically. Yeah. yeah exactly. The other ones are like this is fun, and sky are like we must fuck in front of well, our god. Is it which one of them is like the the kinky one? Is it it's Simon, right? Um, it's, where they go in and everyone's like chained up, isn't that? No, Simon? that's John. That's the uh, the librarian. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, you're right. That's John. She wears, they wear like the, um, the, collars. the collar, the choke collars. It's the Ashkai. Ashkai. And John, what's John's the last Ka Ash? John, there's. He's the last. Ah. But yeah, it's, <laughs> anyway, it's whatever one John is. Uh, one of John's them the last makes her into like a pleasure dungeon, basically. Yeah. Essentially. That's that. Um, and he's like, it's okay if you don't want to do any of this. And she's like, Ooh, this all looks so fun. What are we going to do today? And I was yeah, like, there's like chains on the wall yeah. and shit. Yeah. I'm like, all right. All I right. Don't think that's maybe, I think that's another reason I just love the librarian book so much. Yeah. yeah me <laughs> too. It was like up to the, the kink level. It was like, Whoa. And yeah. I liked that in this book, one of my favorite side characters was Evan. 
mm-hmm. who like gets just railed by yes. Trigger. Um, yes, he does. And has to lick his cum off the floor, which is mm-hmm. like dope. Yeah. I was like, all okay. right. My favorite thing is how that started. So Alma's like, they're there and he's um Evan comes in and he's like this sweet, um, sweet, sweet, sweet little orc um who was working in like the medical office, I guess. Yeah. Or in the healer office. Anyways, he comes to help them fix this new washing machine that they've come up with. And he's like blushing and triggers the orc who got injured. And so um Draftly assigned him to help her in the, the laundry while he's injured. And basically Evan comes in and he's like blushing and Trigger's like, unless you want to get on your knees. And he's like, okay, and just gets on his knees. And starts like, yeah, he's like, like, sure. like, sure. That's on. Yeah. That, that is actually why I came. That's what I want. <laughs> and almost you like, okay, <laughs> well, I will see you guys later. It's definitely the Ka-ash. Cause he calls him little Ka-ash. Yes. Um, so John's and John's the last of the Ka. Yes. And the Kaesh is combined. So it's the Kaesh that are the pinky ones. Because later Evan gets the collar, which is like, yeah. He was so cute. I was like, I I would take an Evan book. I would too. I I want her to do an anthology of just like all the side characters I want. Side character. Which is just like little short stories of all the side characters who like maybe don't get don't have enough story for a full book. I get to I DM her like once a night with like a new idea. I'm like, okay, here's what I want next. And she's so nice and she doesn't tell me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Try is thinking it, but she doesn't say it. No, I'm sure she's, I mean, like, what's more flattering if you make art than someone being so obsessed with your art that they're like, I want to, I want more of your art. I mean, that's, that's I like, was DMing someone else and we were like talking about the cult, like this, it's fake. It's a fiction. And me and the other person are like DMing about the culture. We're just like, oh yeah. And like, what do you think like about this pol- like political like thing going on and like we're talking about it like it's real yeah and we're just like so and I'm like wow like the fact that she created and this has never happened to me before but even not even with like Ice Planet have I become so enamored with a setting before mm-hmm. because she just like nails it it's like Outlander with orcs but less verbose <laughs> because I've heard I haven't read Outlander but I've heard she's very uh, descriptive yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. maybe too much maybe too much this okay. is a lot we're switching out the over description of the setting with just extra sex scenes extra sex scenes feels right yeah feels right guys we're gonna take the quickest break in history and then we're gonna come back and do our ratings for this book and the characters Dear Romance Besties, if you want to support the show, head over to patreon.com forward slash romance at a glance to check out our awesome perks, including stickers, watching movies with us, naughty book boxes, and you can even be on the show. Can't be a patron? You can still support the show by purchasing books or things we recommend through our affiliate links on our show notes and our dope ass website. Thanks for the commish. Or you can leave a review for the show on Apple Podcasts. Screenshot your review, send it to us on Instagram, and we'll send you some stickers. Now... Bridge, let's get back to the ratings. Yes. Okay, Kate, since you're our guest of honor, you get to go first. So we are going to do out of five stars. I mean, and by five stars, I mean, for the fellows, we do eggplants. And for the ladies, we do peach booties. Let's start with Alma. Um, Out of five, what would you give Alma? And this is just standing alone, right? Just her as a character, not the book. Okay, I give Alma a five. Five peach booties. Okay. <laughs> I thought almost great. I gave her a five too. I thought she was sweet and sensitive and 
obviously could take a D, which I always enjoy from a from a heroine. And also, I liked that she maintained her own like job and her own sort of uh, value mm-hmm. within Orc Mountain, and like really took over quite a bit of responsibility and made things easier. And also, didn't get so wrapped up that she like forgot about helping her friends and 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 cast and value showing value to people who are being undervalued in the mountain oh yeah when she taught that was one of my favorite quotes when she's that i well in the grand scheme of things it's not that great of a quote but in the term in the scheme of like making other people feel good it Mm -hmm. was when she's complimenting like the chef Mm -hmm. and uh, he's just like staring at her like and you can tell that like you know he's not considered that important Mm mm-hmm yeah. Yeah. Or when she tells Kess to like, I'm giving you a position because you already do all of these things and that's no one values that. And that's it's like she like valued the unseen labor of the mountain, um, which I really liked because obviously like, no, you know, she came from doing that type of work and and value. I swear Finley wrote this book because people had a lot of questions about who was doing the fucking laundry in this mountain. I'm sure she, like, she got enough DMs. So much like, who the fuck is washing all these cum-soaked furs? <laughs> that she was like, all right, fuck it. The next book's a maid. Like, you know what I loved, though, was that she was like, Alma was washing the laundry. And she's like, it's so great. Your semen is water-soluble. So it comes off so quick. And I was like, so brilliant. Like, such a brilliant fix to, like, such a disgusting problem that they could have had in this mountain. It's like, we don't have to even scrub. We just soak it and it's good. And I'm like, God. genius. 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 Yeah, it's all over the floors in the whole mountain. Let's just flood the mountain. Bam, solved it. <laughs> so great. Yeah, and she really like pulled out the stops for fixing uh, all the plot questions people had in this book. Yeah. yeah. And I liked that at the end, she brought her old, like a couple of her old um, co-workers, I guess I'll call them from, so like the cook came over and she's like, I have a couple other people who might come too. And the cook's like in this flirtation with the other cook and they're like <laughs> having their own little, you know, tete-a-tete, which I was enjoying. I um, did like that, that the cook was just like, oh, like I am not afraid of you at all. She's like, humans are way scarier than orcs. Yeah. She's like, you're yeah. nothing compared to the yeah. people I've worked for. Yeah, and I'm right. like, wow, that definitely says a lot about like the upper class. Yeah, the horrible people who these these women have worked for or been married to or affianced to. Yeah, um, fuck. Okay. Human men suck. They suck. They're the worst, <laughs> especially when they have power. Okay, let's do Draftly first. Actually, let's do Balder first. What would you give Balder out of five stars? Mm. For for and I have to say for this book, only because yeah. we're rating this book, you know. So not like your whole love of him through the whole series. I'd probably give him in this book four eggplants. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I like, obviously uh, he's one of my favorite characters overall, but I do agree with your assessment that like, you know, I, I would have loved like even more from him mm-hmm. and he was kind of a butthead a couple times. So him being a bit of a butthead brings him down to a four. <laughs> <laughs> um, I gave him a three also for those exact same reasons like he was very mean to her a couple times he was very mean to draftly a couple times and he also like abandoned her like three times and i don't like that because i was like i understand you're the sub in this dom sub relationship however if you want her to fit in you're gonna need to like grow some cojones and stand up for her um which he eventually did but yeah, and also, like, I just didn't get that same depth of character from him and, and that depth of arc from him 
Yeah, yeah. So I gave him three stars. Okay, what about Draftly? Sweet, sweet Draftly. I'm giving like Draftly a five. I like he like we talked about. He hit just like he's my. I'm like a grumpy sunshine like fanatic. Like if mm-hmm. I had to pick a trope to read for the rest of my life, it would be grumpy sunshine. And so mm-hmm. personally, he just hit checked every box for me in terms mm-hmm. of like grumpy asshole who only likes his mate who is just like a dick all around, but who like dominates in the bedroom. And mm-hmm. I was just like. Mm-hmm. nailed it mm-hmm. i was like be mean to me please mm-hmm. like yes be mean to me but also nice only to me <laughs> yeah that's why um, i feel like for me i can understand like he's probably not going to be everyone's favorite but like for me he was like my kink embodied in a character mm-hmm. yeah i was between a four and a five for him but i ultimately decided to give him a five because i think his arc was worthy of a five because he really not only did he grow, but he like worked hard on growing and he like put in the action and put in the work and and treated her as like a valuable person again, like which I am in love with, but like saw her value and then helped her like achieve her dreams and her goals, which was to like help and be you know of service and whatnot um also like he take them to pound town also he was telling them what to do also he was fucking them in front of everybody and like i appreciate all that there's like one scene and i wish i had like fucking normally i'm so good about tagging the quotes um while i'm reading and i forgot to tag this one but it's it's near the end it might even be in that block but he stops by her office and brings her some fruit. And I was like, oh, that's kind of nice. And then he proceeds to eat the fruit while while fucking her face. And I was like, amazing. Amazing. <laughs> yes. Yes. In real life, I'd be like, bitch, don't eat my fruit. I will I will give you a blowjob, but I also want my fucking food you brought me. Don't his like feigned like indifference is yeah. just like, yeah. I mean, she um, gets off on it, he gets off so on it. So, so go hot. for it. Yes. In real life, like, I don't, that is not my kink. Indifference is definitely not my kink in real life. But in books, huge turn on. Love it. It's like John was kind of the same way. He had, like, you know, he feigned, like, uh, being, un- like, unaffected by her and everything. But you knew he was. That's yeah, it. You and like, no. You have to know that they are. And you know that these these orcs are not unaffected. Which is kind of crazy when you think about it. Because the books are entirely... They're first person from the heroine's point of view mm-hmm. only. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you never... Like, the fact that we're able to pick up on exactly what the heroes mm-hmm. in these books are feeling at any given moment is really a testament to, like, how like her writing, how good mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we're like, oh, he, we know he loved it. like all, And, like... Mm-hmm. We're not in his head. We don't know that he loved it. We only know what the heroines are telling us. Yeah, for sure. Although I guess, yeah, Baldur is not a I will say I was thrown for a loop. I'm throwing it back to Simon for one moment only because I'm reading it currently. I was thrown for a loop when he was like, oh, yeah, like, I chose you and I knew who you were the whole time. And, like, Jor told me to come out and that you would be the perfect woman for me. And I was like, really? I did not sense that at the beginning of this book, but I accept. Oh man, though, you're going to love, like, Joar is such a treat. I feel like I want him to get his own, like, his own book. Well, he's, he's the fifth book. He's Gwen, Gwen and Joar. Oh, he is. Okay, good. Yeah, you're in for a treat because he has a similar journey to Draftly in that, like, there's a lot, not like the same actual journey, but like the same level of character development. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like some of the other, like, Grimmar has a really good character development, and, and John does too, but, um, yeah, it's very similar to Draftly, where it's just kind of like, 
very, he's very um, deeply wounded by like things that has happened, have happened in his past. And um, so his journey and like, they have a very different dynamic compared to some of the other heroes and heroines. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a good one, but I understand why people, it's people's favorite. Although I think, I believe this one might end up being her best-selling book, which is funny because it's like number six. You'd think they'd all have to have the same amount of sales almost in order to like, Oh, get, or no. you know, you think one would be the highest sales. Oh, I swear this one's gonna be the highest. Probably because also like the more the more books you have, the more fans you have, the more people are sharing about it. It's like the later books start to get more hype just because there's like a bigger community of people who are excited about it. Um, because like I didn't again hear about this when she had released book one. I found out when she had released book five, four, probably or three. I think three or four. I hopped and, in. If you heard it from me, I hopped in uh, after she published book four. Okay, so book four then, and then I went back and like read one, two, and three. So, um, yeah. So like the more you know, like this. No, we're talking about it on podcast. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, <laughs> which is exciting. Okay. So what about the book overall out of five stars? What would you give the book overall? We don't do half stars on our podcast. Mm. You have do you like to Goodreads. Shut up or shut up. <laughs> um, I'm going to give this one and I wouldn't give every single book a five. So don't think that I'm like just throwing out fives willy nilly, but <laughs> I would give this one a five because it, it was everything I, wa- I expected, wanted. And it was even more than that. Mm-hmm. Like I just, I love, like, I read it in, like, one night, which is, like, crazy because it's, like, 600, 700 pages or whatever. Yeah. Um, well, by one night, I mean, I started at, like, 10 a.m. and I read it until, like, 2 a.m. the next day. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I would give it a five. What, what, what do I rank? Is it five dicks? Is it five? No, it should be. No, it's just stars. The stars? Oh, we, save, right. we save the eggplants for, for the, the male MCs. <laughs> I gave it four. I think, um, like you said, like the books vary for me, I would say from like three to five, but this one, um, is a very strong four, very strong four. the sex was hot. The story was really good. I liked the characters. Um, I was excited to like, you know, I, I read it in, I think I told you, I was like, I'm going to try to wait. And, and then I was like, ah, I, just I was like, no, you won't. <laughs> I was like, I read half the book today. Um, I also stayed up way too late. Um, and the next morning I was like at breakfast feeding my kids. And I was like, I was like, who's eating, who's eating food today? I was like, you know what? I don't care what you eat. Eat these yogurt pouches. I need to finish this book today. Um, it's like the hardest thing about having kids. It's like, I just want to I, I'm in a good part of my book. Stop trying to talk to me right now. I'm lucky that mine's only six months because he'll just play on the yeah. floor while I like read. So amazing. Like, or at night, I'll feed him and read. I'm like, yeah, this is nice because like I don't mind that he wakes up twice a night because that's twice a night I get to read. I'm kind of like, oh, I might keep waking him up. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> sleep, sleep train that child. <laughs> Go back to sleep. <laughs> um, the Plus, if they don't wake up in the night, then you can stay up later because you won't be so tired. You know what I mean? You don't oh, I'm still sleep. staying up. It's <laughs> terrible. I'm getting like five hours of sleep a night. Just hanging Very out real. with the orcs. Real champion. Hang out. You got to hang out with the orcs. Um, you guys, well, obviously, from this glowing podcast, you realize that we recommend you read this series. Um, 100% you should start at book one. Even if yeah. 
they end up not being your favorite, I do think it establishes the world really well and sets the pace and and sort of scene. Um, I, these books are not like novellas. They are not short. They mm-hmm. are very long um, and the very paperback, like The first one's like 372. Yeah. And then, you know, like the sixth one's like 700 pages. So yeah. they have gotten progressively larger, like, yeah. which is amazing. No complaints. Yeah. No, no complaints. Like, it's not like it drags on or you're like, oh, why are we still here? But definitely just something to be aware of. This is not a quick, like, oh, I'm going to dip into this book for 200 pages. These books are yeah. substantial um, and substantially kinky and substantially full, again, of semen. So if you have a breeding kink, if you have a cum kink, <laughs> you're welcome. Welcome to your <laughs> favorite series. Um, and even if you don't, because I don't, as you guys know on the podcast, Shani does, um, but I don't uh, sort of inherently. However, I was, I totally enjoyed the way that it happened in this book and the way that it was built into the world and into the characters of the orcs and their sort of just general anatomy and, and genetics. And I'm, I, you know what, again, I would have sex a hundred times a day if it's like, means I'm going to be healthy and like happy and have orgasms all the time. I mean, twist my arm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the ladies always have orgasms many times. And uh, and the cum tastes so nice. So what, that's what the you... gem of the book, honestly. Like yeah. that is like the best world building that she created. <laughs> was like, I'm gonna make copious amounts of semen, but Taste it tastes sweet. good. And you're like, okay, all right, all right, I'm interested. <laughs> I agree, though, that I do not think this is a series the books can be read out of order. Yeah. Some people have. I know a lot of people started with book five, The Midwife in New York, um, but I don't know how. And I love yeah. reading books out of order. It's like my yeah. hobby. Yeah. Um, but I would definitely not recommend I w- it. I think this book, I mean, possibly it would have been five stars for me if I had read their mating in the last book. You know what I mean? I'm stunned that you were able to read this book without, the, they're the main couple, side couple in that story. Like their, their relationship develops so much. And I'm, you're gonna, I think you might change your writing. I may. Like well, if I do, I will let you know so that you can. Book four is the one. At the end of this one, at the end of book four, they get mated. Four is the one with um, the Duchess and Spine. yeah, I believe they get mated at the end of book four. Oh well, that well, I feel like I, I'm like when I don't feel like they have enough time yet. It's like the very end. It's the very end. Okay. Yeah. So I think once you and then in book they feature in book five pretty strongly, but book yeah. Well, okay. let me know if I'm wrong. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm excited about it. I'm excited. I don't want to get your it. hopes up and then, <laughs> but it's so hot. It's so fucking hot. I do. I do. Yeah. The heat levels in these books are really, 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 really high. Um, Also, there's a ton of sex, which is wonderful. And there's like, I think there's a nice blend of like sex that pushes the plot and is important for character Mm -hmm. building. And also sex just like because these two people want to fuck and like rip their clothes off. And also, I agree like, with you. And some nice, like, sex for comfort and sex for, um, you know, like, to care for someone or to give solace to someone, like, throughout the series. There's a lot of different... It's not just, like, oh, I'm an orc, and so I am going to now impregnate you, and that's how it's happening. That happens a lot, obviously. But there's also a lot of, like, you know, I want to bring you more pleasure. I want to show you off. I want... Like, there's a lot of different dynamics between each couple which is which is great because sometimes series can feel stale for sure I'm sure I think it helps that she always has like a side couple yeah that is also like this one it was Kef 
or Kest and Efterar are like yeah. the main side couple. Right. And so that, that they, and like, they have their own plethora of sex scenes. So it really is a lot yeah. of sex, but like it breaks up some of the like, yes. Uh, like focus on like the main couple. Like you get kind of a brief because they're very high angst. And I yes. think that those side couples serve to like give you a yeah, small a reprieve. Thing. Little period. Yeah, yeah they are. These books are. That's a great. That's a great caveat. These books do have a lot of angst. They have a lot of miscommunications, a lot of jealousy, a lot of um, like running away from your problems, coming back to your problems. If you love drama, love drama. Then these are the books for you. Drama. If you Fun hate though. the miscommunication trope, then yeah. you're you get fucked because this is yeah. not a book for you. Yeah. Definitely. For sure. <laughs> well, Kate, this has been just such a pleasure. I'm so excited to meet you in real life. I'm so happy that somebody wanted to, I mean, not that people don't love me talking about orcs on my Instagram on a regular basis, but like, it's been my dream to talk about it at long length <laughs> with somebody other than me explaining it to my mom. Cause I'm like so excited, but like nobody, even my husband was like, Oh, are you reading like the orc porn book tonight? And I'm like, yes. And he was like, I don't want to hear about it. I'm like, I respect that. Like, it's two, this is book six. You could never catch up. (laughs) But also I tell my husband all the time, I'm like, you should want to hear about like the sex scenes. Like you should want to know the things that I am finding sexy. Like this is, this is what the human men are worried about. The unrealistic expectations. Worried about the orcs. (laughs) You know what's funny though is like when I think about orcs, I think like, ooh, I don't think that would fit, and that sounds painful. Like in my real mind, that sounds terrible. However, they have magic semen and they have magic healers, and so if I was in Orc Mountain, I would be happy because it's magic. You got. Uh, I don't know if you're on her Discord, but no. there is hell of a lot of uh, not suitable for work orc porn that she has commissioned. Oh my God. Amazing. Um, so if you ever go to her face, like she posts like the PG versions on her Instagram, but like, the, yeah, I've seen oh my God, there are some like, and nothing makes me blush these days, but there were a couple images where I was like, Ooh, okay. Like who drew that? So like, how, how did you draw that without just like orgasming constantly? Yeah. <laughs> how did you manage? And then also, I don't know if you know, but she has an epilogue for every single um, a bonus epilogue for every single book. Oh, cool. So those are amazing. So I already read the bonus epilogue for the maids in the orc and it's mm. just adorable. Mm. Uh, and there's also a novella we didn't talk about. Um, that is, yeah, I didn't, I didn't fun. read the novella. I would read the novella. It's free. If you sign up for her newsletter before you read book five. Okay. Cause there's like the side couple in book five is the novella. Oh, so just a tip. So there's like just bonus content, just orcs, just orc porn, more content. Dicks drawn. So you, if you have trouble picturing a dick, go to her Discord because there are plenty of pictures of them, <laughs> and you will get to see the size difference. And you get to. I'm, I'm really bad at visualizing characters, so I appreciate fan art because I can look and be like, "That's what Maria looks like. Like that's what Jules looks like." And it just I just make them up in my mind. Like no matter what the description is in my mind they will morph into 
whatever like their character attributes are they will like morph into that for me and then sometimes they'll like later in the books they'll be like something thrown in like oh and her golden hair is behind her hand I'm like golden hair who the fuck are they talking about who has golden hair in this book and they'll go back (laughs) to the beginning and I'll be like oh shit she's had golden hair this whole fucking time yeah I think Rosa has gold hair but I always pictured her with uh with uh with brown hair like they all had brown hair to me yeah (laughs) and I was like okay and I like Maria is a very like because her name uh like I created an image of her in my head that Uh because I know a Maria so I like Uh kind of pictured like and not my friend but like a version of my friend Uh and it does not match Maria's description at all (laughs) so the same thing would happen I'd be reading it and be like um no what like what does she look like that doesn't seem right Who's the pretty orcs? Which one's the tall one? Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I know every one of the orcs. I'm like, oh yeah, he has scars. Oh yeah, no, he's like missing blah, blah, blah. Oh, and then the women, I'm like, I don't know what you look like. They all look awesome. They're all slightly tan, but turns pale because they never see the sun. Of course. With okay. long brown hair. <laughs> yeah. That's one thing they talked a little bit more about in um, the first book than they talked about in later books is like her being like I can't just be underground for the rest of my life so he like takes her outside and the rest of these women seem to like not care they're like nah, I don't need to go outside anymore <laughs> like yeah they're like no no we the sperm has or the semen has helped us adjust to our <laughs> yeah. life as more do I need people. vitamin d no I do not I have vitamin d <laughs> <laughs> seriously though I'm pretty sure that it gives them all the vitamins they need to survive underground yeah I mean another uh Finley friend treasure canon <laughs> plot treasure <laughs> <laughs> we just made it canon all right you guys this has been a delight you'll have to come back on the podcast sometime and talk about another book with us yeah. till next time dear friends may your books be your lover and your hand your best friend thanks for hanging in with those romance readers head over to instagram to continue chatting with us we're super friendly we want to cackle with you we want to know what your favorite sex scene was and we need more book recommendations If you want to read along with us, go to our website, romanceataglance.com, to see what we're reading next. And we'll see you next podcast.